Welcome to Conversations with the Unseen. My name is Andy. And my name is Laura. And in December 2019, we began an amazing and completely unexpected journey conversing with beings from the unseen world which has totally transformed our lives. And here we are, after hundreds and hundreds of hours of conversations, doing what our non-physical friends have been encouraging us to do, sharing their message with others who may be interested. So let's dive in. Good day to you. Ah, good day Mexicans. Good to be connected. Here we are again. Here we are again. Um, You know, reflecting on our last conversation and talking about the ego and um, I'm reminded of when we were beginning this journey with you and (laughs) <laughs> we both got it into our heads that the ego was the bad guy. And if we could somehow just get rid of the ego and ignore the ego and um, only align with the inner being and only listen to the inner being, then all would be well. And frankly, it created, I'm laughing now, I really wasn't laughing at the time, it created a few months of merry hell for me as the ego gave me everything it had <laughs> and um, and so it feels that to me from what you have shared with us it's so important to make friends with the ego and so I wonder if we could just in this episode explore making friends with the ego please In order to do that, we need to understand the context a little better. As you point out, many would see the ego as the cause of all these problems, all these challenges that are being experienced in the world of form, with its insecurities and its fear and belief in separation and its addictions. If there was no ego, life would be much better. (laughs) And yet, the ego is standard equipment at birth. (laughs) That's why I was laughing. I was thinking, if there was no ego, if there was no ego, life would be better. And it's like, if there was no ego, there would not be life in this form. Exactly. So what is the point? What is the purpose of the ego? The ego is, as we have said, a collection of programs that are stories made-up stories that come from this alignment with fear and what possible purpose could that serve? 
the inner being, who you really are beyond form, your greater self, which is infinite and eternal, is an expression of great spirit, a unique expression. And the inner being has chosen to have this experience of being in the physical dimension, existing in a body, and what purpose does this serve? It gives the inner being an experience of contrast. There is nothing that can happen in the physical dimension that can be harmful to who you really are. Nothing can happen to you that you need to fear. Because in many ways, this experience of being in the world of form is a little bit like having a dream. It comes to an end and whatever happened during this apparent lifetime is over and the inner being has had an experience. So whatever happens, the inner being has had the experience of contrast. And we have likened this to a treasure hunt where the inner being creates the experience of forgetting that it is an expression of great spirit. It is infinite and eternal. And therefore, with this temporary state of amnesia, there is some remembering to be done, some rediscovering, some reconnecting with who you really are. And each time you move closer to that rediscovery, it is like having another piece of the jigsaw the picture starts to emerge as you find each piece and put it in its place in the jigsaw. You begin to get a sense of what is really happening and it is not what the ego, the human mind, believes is happening. The ego has a very limited and distorted understanding of what is occurring as you are having this experience. And so therefore to understand that this is the ego's role to provide this state of contrast and to 
offer, if you like, challenges to be dealt with, to be overcome, as seen from the ego's perspective. These are opportunities for the inner being to know itself better. We've used the analogy of the opposing sports team and that is very much the energy with which the inner being is choosing to have this experience. It is like a game of sport. There is nothing at stake and yet there is enjoyment in playing the game. And so therefore the ego plays its role perfectly because it is the opposing team. It mm. makes the game worth playing. A game of sport with no opposition is pretty dull. Mm. The game of life in human form with the perspective of the ego apparently running the show does make for a very interesting game. It does when you realise it's a game and you're not believing the ego is all there is as I did for a number of years although there was a part of me whispering about something else you know that question there's got to be more to life than this this can't be it this seems like a cruel joke and I contrast that with now where from listening to you share your perspective and from testing and practicing that out in my life the ego that I wanted to get rid of and did not want to listen to which made it shout louder I have now come to see that when the ego is experiencing some discomfort that actually what it is showing me in its own unique way a blend of fear, lack and scarcity is that it is in control here and not the inner being and that for me has really really neutralized it rather than try and analyze it. And of course the inner being will have created the ego in the perfect way to offer challenges and resistance in carefully chosen areas. It is a bespoke experience hmm. and the ego, whilst it may not seem like it, always has your best interests at heart. Can you say more about that please? Because it does not feel like it when you feel like you're at the mercy of the ego and life feels like shit. Well firstly from the perspective of the way this 
experience has been set up by the inner being, the ego is playing its role perfectly. It has been set up with a whole selection of programs, fears, insecurities, and behaviors that cannot really be explained. <laughs> Responses to situations that may seem very uncomfortable as seen from a human perspective. And so it is playing out its role perfectly, offering the inner being an opportunity to know itself better and to learn and expand and grow and to be an expression of love. Because when there is alignment with fear, this is a call for love. And whilst the ego may go looking for love in the physical dimension, which is what it perceives and believes it understands, what it really craves is the love of the inner being. Mm. And of course, the inner being is another aspect, a greater aspect of itself. And so what it really craves is self-love. And also, often the reactions or responses of the ego are from a perspective of protection, self-protection. So when it is fearful, when it is coming from lack, it is trying to keep the human self safe. And there is a an opportunity for the ego to learn that in order to be safe, it needs to align with the inner being, rather than try to keep itself safe. And as you say that, what occurs to me is, you know, when I was back living with my parents, and it felt to me that I had made a, my, a mess of my life and I could not see a way out. What took me deeper and deeper into it was the ego was looking at what was being created, judging it and trying to solve it. And it wouldn't give up control. And because, no, it's not that it wouldn't give up control, it's that I allowed it to have control. I just didn't realise at the time that this is what I was doing. And it was only when the ego got so exhausted and I just remember thinking, I, I, I don't care, I don't care. Whatever is going to happen is going to happen. And it did feel like a miracle that from there things started to shift in pleasing ways rather than 
the nightmare scenarios that the ego had imagined. And these pleasing ways did not come about because of the ego being in control. No. They were more mysterious in the way of coincidences, although we would say there is no such thing as a coincidence. There is synchronicity where events align with the energy. And as the energy shifts from being aligned with the ego towards being aligned with the inner being, events in the physical dimension have to change because the events in the physical dimension are all a reflection of what is happening in the energy. And so in the last episode we were talking about the double bind of the ego. And so the ego that thinks there is a problem is the ego that wants to solve the problem. And all of that is ego, which in my experience just keeps the energy going more in the direction of what I do not desire. I loved you said the other day something I loved you said. When you know you're going in the wrong direction, to go faster in the wrong direction does not get you to where you want to go. Seems quite obvious. <laughs> and so the for and against is essentially the ego fighting itself, whereas making friends with the ego is much more about, well, it would be much better to hear your perspective than mine. What we hear in your words is an energy of surrender being described. So there is a period where the ego is believing itself to be in control, is taking decisions and experiencing life until perhaps something occurs which feels that the ego is beyond its capabilities to deal with. It doesn't know what to do. It is overwhelmed and at a loss. And at this point, it surrenders. It admits that the challenge that it is facing is too big for it. And as you surrender, as the ego, the human self, surrenders, this enables something else to occur, something more mysterious. And this is what we hear you describing. As you give up, as the human self, the ego, 
gives up the fight, something else can emerge, something more peaceful, something more pleasing, that the ego does not understand how this has come about. No, because the ego has to do the very thing it fears the most, which is giving up control. And we would say, do not wait for the crisis. Mm. We would say, see what is happening, understand what is happening, understand the dynamic between the ego and the inner being, recognize that you have this non-physical self that is the greater part of yourself, that the insecure ego is, is also who you are, just in this experience, but it is the flip side of the coin. It is the self-created human version of who you are. And once you understand how this works, you are in a position to begin the journey or continue the journey of education with the ego and begin to align more with that greater part of yourself which will guide you to a very different and much more agreeable experience of being in the physical dimension. You describe this in a really beautiful way some time ago when we were talking. You spoke of the ego's job was really to get our attention as the contrast to, to help us point back to the inner being, to connect with who we really are. And once we are looking back in the direction of the inner being, the ego has done its job. And you spoke about the intensity being like if we ignore the whisper. So you will remember what I'm talking about. Perhaps you can share that because that was really, really helpful for me and maybe for others. It is based on the understanding that the ego has a role and its role is in helping you to remember who you really are whilst in the physical dimension or having the experience of being in the physical dimension. And as you say, that 
purpose that the ego has, which is to keep pointing you back, keep offering the contrast and reminding you of who you really are, is its primary role. And the ego will not give up, it will never give up on you, because if it gave up with this role that it has in your experience of being human, that would be like giving up on itself. So it will never desert you in that way. As you say, once it has done its job, it will happily relax and enjoy the ride with you as a very compliant passenger with the inner being at the controls. So when I think of areas of my life like relationships, money, body, business, the intensity of the experience which was very uncomfortable and at times distressing would be a sign that the ego had been communicating with me and I had not been hearing, not been hearing, not been hearing, not been hearing and so it became more and more intense. And the ego is very good at finding ways to get your attention, dramatic ways beginning with a fairly soft whisper and gradually becoming more and more noticeable. The ego will often communicate through the body, mm. so there can be communication in the form of health conditions whatever those might be. Each health condition can be considered to be an effect and therefore beyond the effect is some kind of energetic cause. And the energetic cause will be the message that the ego is attempting to communicate to you. And very often what is being brought up for you to look at and potentially let go of will be some sort of program, false belief, untrue story that is having an impact, a limiting impact on your experience of being informed. And so in many ways it is trying to raise your awareness of some of these limiting programs. 
And this is so different than what we have been, many of us have been taught in the world of form because mostly the ego is just about, well, the ego just is about looking at the effects. Yes. It's how the world seems to the ego through the senses. And as you have said, we would advise treating the world of the senses with a degree of skepticism. It is not how it appears. And so of course, so I'm thinking back to if I had been listening to this when I was living with my parents, then any judgment or annoyance or frustration that I had I would have experienced from listening to you say these words would have still been the ego. Yes. Whenever there is resistance, it is always the ego. The inner being does not offer resistance. And also how I have come to see is that there is such innocence because the ego is just running the programs. It's a collection of programs. So the programs are being run. It's not like the ego understands the programs. So the ego cannot solve something it does not understand. But you have spoken with us about the inner being, as you have said, creates the bespoke ego for the journey into form. And so the inner being that created it is the inner being that can change it. Yes, the programs will, to the ego, just seem like the truth. Mm. And therefore, the ego will not question the programs because it will just believe them to be true. Mm. And so, for anyone who wishes to understand what is going on for them on an individual and personal level better, it is good to question those beliefs, those stories that seem like the truth, especially when the world of form is reflecting back what it would call evidence. So the program has a belief about itself or about the world, about other people. This is the projector. The world of form is the screen, the movie playing out, and the ego looks at the movie and is able to confirm that indeed what it believes <laughs> is true. Yes, absolutely.
And so Mexicans, as we bring this episode to a close, is there any final words that you would share with people about making friends with the ego? We would encourage anybody listening to be curious, particularly when the ego seems to be agitated. This would be a sign of some fear story coming to the surface and it may well be coming to the surface as an invitation to let it go. If it is feeling uncomfortable, ask some questions and take it to the inner being for its perspective. Ask the inner being to show you what is true. Mm. And a different perspective, a more loving perspective, will often be a way to create a different experience in the moment. The inner being is always there, ready and willing to assist. Oh, I love that. Yes. Thank you, Mexicans. Thank you for sharing your perspective in the way that you do. Thank you. We send you our love. Hmm. We send you our love. Until next time. Until next time. You've been listening to Conversations with the Unseen. If you'd like to know when there's a new conversation available, then remember to subscribe and also to share it with others. If you'd like to have a written transcript of each conversation, then you'll find this on the website conversationswiththeunseen.com. And if you have a question you'd like us to ask on your behalf, or if you would like to join the mailing list, then you can also do that on the website conversationswiththeunseen.com. Until next time.